Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Wow, everybody, this is going to be one of my favorite podcasts in a while. I had one planned actually after talking to an athlete about a local race in which she is seen moving up to cat three and now racing one, two, three women. It is much different than a cat four race and how you cannot out what positioning. I, I need to continue to say more and more and more and more and more. Watts are maybe half of this picture. You can get very strong and still not be great at bike racing. Positioning is crucial. Doing all the little things is crucial. And so I was going to post a podcast about this. And then I got a race report from what is now called the Laverne Stage Race. If you've been in bike racing for a while, you surely know it as San Dimas. And this write-up, this guy just nails it. And I told him I know he owns his own business. I'm like, man, if you don't have a podcast of your own, you need to because you just get some flow and there's some emotion. I want to read this to you. He stick with me on this. He makes some amazing points at the end that I really could not have said better. I actually was reading through this race report and was about to start typing. And I was typing the things that he was saying later in the race report. I'm going to, this is, this is a pretty long one. So I'm going to jump around here for a second and just kind of d- dive right into, uh, you know, like an eighth of the way in. Okay, so this was a disappointing weekend because, by the way, since he got pulled in this with a large mass of other people, he was not able to do the crit the next day. He was in 39th out of 65 riders. Disappointing weekend. I had good legs, maybe the best that I've ever had, but bad position near the back during a very high pace that didn't let up on the climb on lap three. Gaps opened up. And I did a lot of work to close a big one, but I still wasn't fully latched onto the pack. And I made the mistake hoping some other guys would finish the job, but they were popped by that point and I was too in the red to get to get back on. Man, I would have probably stayed had I battled for position before the hill and put myself in a better position to handle and then reduce the surges more efficiently. This is totally my own fault for getting complacent and a, admittedly a little overwhelmed in a narrow, fast, and chaotic fast-free lap first few laps, excuse me. I allowed myself to end up near the back of the pack. And I want to interject here. Uh, shout out to Natalie Stoll when I first started upgrading. And, and I think she she was a pro rider and in Rochester. And she had said to me, if you are not moving up, 
you are moving back. And I'm not talking about crits. I'm talking about a road race, Brendan. If you are not moving up, you will be in the back. And I have always kept that in my mind, and it is so true. Uh, guys were getting dropped, but I was not moving up. Damn it. I rode with some other guys that were dropped, hoping, hoping we could get to the finish without being lapped, but it was a losing battle against a super strong Peloton and eventually a strong breakaway. And then he goes on, talks about some of the riders. I know where and how I messed up. I failed a position in the staying focused. The race got blown to bits after a huge surge, and there were eventually four groups on the road with many minutes between each one, and then the stragglers all got pulled. I know I would have been in the last one of these groups and made the cut, but obviously that just didn't happen. I have no excuses. I know positioning is key to surviving when there are legit pro teams in this race. The margin for error is so small at this level at higher speeds and on a challenging course. And I want to interject here. I cannot tell you that the difference between upgrading from five to four, four to three, three to two, two to one, you get your one, and then you start going to these big races, those leaps, the leap now from him getting dropped to top 30 is manageable. But then we want to go top 20, then top 10, then get on the podium. This is when a lot of people quit because we're in this, I want it now. I went from five to four in no time. I went from four to three in a couple months. Ooh, I got my two in a year. I finally got my cat one. Everyone expects these short jumps. This might take a little bit of time. Number one, this guy's not on a team. That's a huge, like it's something we got to try and figure out. Um, got to get some results somehow to get some eyes on you, to get on a team. And, and I shouldn't say not on a team, on a team that has riders at this race. He's kind of traveling and doing bigger races. Doing bigger races solo is really hard. But the thing I want to highlight is it get. <laughs> you get in with everybody at the highest amateur level, it's hard to start getting those W's and you get a lot of 15ths, 18ths, 17ths, DQs, or did not finish. Um, Keep going. You will find little marginal wins and I cannot stress that enough. So... Man, I'm really disappointed in myself. I felt so good and it would have been so rewarding to finish this race. Um, getting pulled was embarrassing and had me question why I even showed up just to sabotage myself. Okay. I hate that thinking, get it out the door because this is me talking now. There's no embarrassment in getting dropped because we've all been dropped. If anyone says anything to you about getting dropped, they are, (laughs) they are just put negative energy. We've all been there. It happens. I will continue to get dropped. Everyone gets dropped. Don't be, you know why you showed up and that is to compete, and part of competing is losing at times. But you, t- the, there is an amazing lesson in this. He talks about his lack of preparation, and he goes, I went through an important pre-race checklist where the most important thing was being good position, and that mental game was so critical, and I didn't do well in it. Yes, I can and will get stronger, but now I see the biggest challenge is to figure out bike racing under extreme pressure, higher speeds, technical courses, team tactics, and making good decisions when I'm on my limit and minimizing the amount of time I'm hitting my limit by riding in the pack more efficiently. This is no longer Cat 3, where fitness alone can win races and get results, and I'm not a big fish in fields like this, especially as an inexperienced and solo rider. This is such a good experience for this dude. I'm like getting really freaking amped up. And this is when he turns the corner, okay? Pun intended. 
Okay, I had my moment of self-disappointment. Now I'm feeling hungrier than ever and know even more about what it's going to take to be competitive here. The inner fire is lit. I've got to have it all, not just the good warm-up, the good training, nutrition, hydration, supplements, sleep, equipment, etc. It's the race prep, knowing the course, knowing my competition, knowing some tactics, confidence under pressure, and making those critical in-race decisions. And I would add on, it's not even in-race decisions. It's racing enough in these conditions that your brain makes decisions for you. I've said before, there is going to be a little thing on your shoulder that says, dude, go now. And you don't question that thing, you go. That is smarter than you. That is your unconscious hyper-processing all of these scenarios that you've been in before. And it's telling you, dude, now's the time. Like this is when you roll the dice. If you start, is it the time though? Yeah, window closed. Bye. Nope, you missed it. You missed it. The group is gone. They're up the road without you. Now that little voice will be wrong sometimes, but it gets better and sharpened the more times you listen to it and execute on it. And, you know, experience. This guy's getting experience. There's nothing more important than that in endurance sports. Go race if you want to be good at racing. Then he starts talking about uh, it would be so fun to ride with a team goal with how I rode yesterday. I wouldn't have even added, though, anything to a team objective. And I disagree with that because he would have been in a better place. His teammates would have had him in a better place. We all elevate each other. You know, if I'm in a race with my teammates and I'm falling off and I'm like not being smart enough about my position, I look at where everyone else is. I'm like, dude, I need to be riding with my team. Riding with your team is so important. Um,. Let's see. Was there anything else that he really had? Oh, yeah. I just like the the last finish. Um, it's eye-opening to be in that action up close and not just watching from the sidelines thinking, wow, those guys are strong. You really see more closely how it plays out, how the good teams ride, the level of fitness that the top guys are at. And it's a leap where I'm at now, but at least it feels like that but I'm not going to get my cat won by accident. I need to respect the difficulty of these races and not just think I've been training enough to show up fit and uh, and not just think I've been training enough to show up fit enough to hang and be proud that I didn't get dropped lapped. I see now it doesn't work like that. I didn't know how hard the sport really is and how deep the knowledge goes and what it takes to be a factor at this level. I'm going to keep showing up, apply what I'm learning, and not just talk about it keep throwing myself into the ring and inching forward in the ways I have been. And that's it. This guy's been slowly, I the word slowly is incorrectly, at a proper pace, getting stronger and getting stronger and applying it to races. Like this write-up he wouldn't have had a year ago, which the growth is awesome to see, but that's a year. A lot of people think training for a year is a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, I'm the sad podcast that's here to tell you it's not. You know, everyone's going to tell you, hey, in six weeks, you're going to be amazing. Guess what? If you do 18 weeks, you're going to, your FTP is going to be 25 watts higher and you're going to be incredible. I just, I'm so disappointed that that's part of this sport and quote unquote coaching in this sport because so many of those people email me, dude, my FTP is higher and I suck at bike racing. It's like, well, because you're not really practicing bike racing. And I'm not poo pooing on anybody. I just, I want people to understand a year of training is a small amount of time in endurance sports. I'm really excited for a podcast I have coming up with. Guess who? I know you guys have been requesting Tom Bell on the podcast a billion times and you just want to know what do we talk about? (laughs) So we're actually going to talk about how to skate 
the PDF article and you're going to see Olympic athletes. How do they become Olympians? They do this their whole life. They don't do it for a year. Everybody wants to train for a year and show up and be amazing. And then when they're not, they quit. It's sad. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to be the David Goggins. I don't like David Goggins because he just curses all the time. And I think he's like way too hardcore. Maybe I'll be the David Goggins of cycling and just be like, well, I'll stop saying like, but I'll, I think, yeah, whatever. Uh, now I don't want to be harsh to people, but I want to be realistic with people. So I told him, like, man, this is an inspiring write-up. And so now he's in the deep end. And the steps forward can take longer than going from four to three, three to two, as we talked about. This is when a lot of people quit. It gets hard. It gets tough, you know, but the reward is there at the end. I mean, working hard towards these races is such a great piece of life. life. And having wins that you get as a hobby and outside of work wins and family wins and just something that you can really hang your hat on. I love seeing how proud athletes become over their process and the reward. I think that if you're in endurance sports for only the accolades, it's a tough go. I've said that one before because the accolades are tough to get. If you love the process and seeing yourself grow, then you're in the right sport. You're in the right place because you're going to get better if you keep doing it consistently and you talk to your training buddy about it and you guys set up a good plan and you're methodical and you do all these little things. It's going to elevate the rest of your life. At least that's I'm an N of one case and without cycling, I don't even want to see what I'd be doing right now. So, you know, this, this sport, my last comment I have been in races where it's frustrating when people upgrade. The first races are usually very fast and your brain is spinning a little bit. And then it gets a little frustrating when you make that mistake and it gets um, – I'm like losing words in these podcasts. God, I hope I'm not getting old and having like dementia or something. Uh, exposed. And I remember I counterattacked a move – I can't remember if this was Tour Tuna, not the stage I got dropped on, but a different race. Uh, It was one of my first real big stage races. I think it was there, but I countered a move, and it was not the move to counter. And I watched 40 guys come flying past me. Luckily, was able to latch on and almost got popped. And I was like, oh, wow, I thought I could just light a match in these races whenever I wanted because I can do that at home. And that frustrates me. And I get that that can be frustrating, but this is just like absorb that, learn from it. It's going to make you so much better down the road. There's so many places to learn in this sport. So I encourage you to truly embrace this adventure and journey because if you're only here to get the accolade, to feel good at home when you go to your group ride and people pump you up, don't listen to that because for all that pumping that you get from people at home, you're going to get dropped by people when you go out to the big C and you start doing some bigger events and you start really saying, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and explore a little bit this weekend and try and get my face kicked in and I'm going to learn some things. That's where you're really going to start peeling your own layers back and seeing some things on the inside, not to get super deep with you on it, but that's what endurance sports do. This stuff is incredible. Best sports ever. Let's go. If you need help, hit us up. Literally, we are here to be your free training buddy if you don't have one. I had a guy from India. It was like, yo, dude, you're talking about these training buddies. 
there's pros around me and I'm having a hard time linking up with people. Well, dude, here's the first step. Let us give you some guidance for free. Email Craig at evoke.bike. Tell him you want to get a file analysis done. Get some like pointers on where your ship is going. There's no catch. I just want Evoke to leave a mark that in 10 years, people are like, yo, that's that group that's down to help people. That's my goal. That's why I put all this stuff out. I just want to see you get better. I want to see you love life. Enjoy cycling. That's it. Let's get it.